Hello, 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 and welcome to the Wellness What Podcast. My name is James Trung, I'm your host for today, and what we're all about is bringing you the potential missing pieces to this puzzle we call wellness or wholeness. So we're going to talk about things that are alternative, spiritual, from thought science, philosophical, and a little bit strange. So just as a quick disclaimer, information here is of a general and informational purpose only. It is not a replacement for professional advice. Please, 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 if you do have a condition, see a licensed professional. Any actions you take based on the information here is at your own risk, so please do your research. Hey, on this episode, uh, we're talking about more forgiveness, delving a little bit more into that perception and how those thoughts continue to reoccur every day, and also the effect of karma of past hurts and how that plays out in relation to forgiveness. Hopefully, you guys enjoy this episode. If you- So what a lot of people experience is that there's, there's been like challenges and events and past traumas and things of that nature, um, however big or however small, that still impact their life today. And um, I guess that's one of the main reasons why the content is very big and very heavy on forgiveness because um, if you guys following on Instagram and like Facebook and stuff, um, like a lot of the a lot of the content I'm putting out lately, like over the last couple of days, has really been on that. Um, for myself, like I've been going through a lot of that as well, because um, I think it's it's a really good way to um, to help regulate your uh, emotional state. And I think that when you don't have a thing in place that allows you to do that, um, it kind of like stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks, and it builds up. And um, a lot of people have this almost like this tipping point where they just they just snap. And we sometimes see this a lot with, um, you know, like people who go through midlife crisis or like um, people who've gone through a lot of stress and a lot of, um, a lot of challenges when they're growing up. And what they do is they usually just ignore the issue. Like it becomes too overwhelming for them to deal with at that point in time. So what their strategy is, is they'll, I'll do it later. And they push it back and they push it back and they push it back. And what happens is that, that those issues don't actually go away they sit in the subconscious mind and they continue to cycle there um, every now and again showing itself in the conscious mind which is why those thoughts come to you sometimes um, but they subconsciously cycle there uh, over and over and over again and um, until you actually sit down and process through them so the challenge with that is that um, when you don't deal with the energy that's there or the if, if it is a hurt or if it is a uh, a challenge that's that or resentment or something like that you still haven't haven't let go of if that is still there then what happens is that you continue to vibrate at that level and what does that mean that means that um like every single person has their own um i guess their own energy uh, every single person has their own vibration they have their own oscillation they have their own um frequency you know, all these things are really interconnected. And um, what that means is that uh, everything in the world is made up of, like, stuff, right? Um, it's made up of this energy stuff. So, and the, the objects are actually um, moving at a particular rate. Um, and that rate is generally referred to as a frequency or it's an oscillation. So things like this, this cup, right? This cup is a physical object, but if you really... Um, if you really magnify it and magnify it and magnify it and really go in and you look at the atomic structure of the cup, then you really go even deeper than that. 
then what you actually find is that the cup is not actually made up of physical stuff. It's actually just energy vibrating at a very um, particular, in a particular format. So each of us individually have that. Um, and we, our emotional state, um, if we look at our emotional state, our vibration and our energy changes based on the emotional state. So if you think about someone who's in a rage situation, that person's energy is moving very, very fast. It's very intense. And that's very different from someone who's in the state of like boredom, for example, or if they're in a state of apathy, where their energy is a lot more, it's a lot more melter. Um, and that's very different from someone who's um, very excited or someone who's um, in a space of joy, happiness and appreciation because that, that stuff is, um, it actually is you as a person, as being physically, or actually physically shifting like this, um, but at a, at a speed that you cannot see with your physical eyes, um, which is why things have the illusion of looking physical. But uh, in actual fact, they're really just um, infinite, like they're actually just, actually just frequencies that our, our five senses, um, our eyes, our ears, what we smell, um, the taste, how we feel, so all those things they um they almost like they're almost like the interpreters of the information that we're getting and the data that we're getting so as they interpret the as the data comes into our our experience and as the data comes into our equipment um our mind registers that and then interprets that and creates a picture or it creates a um, creates a picture or creates an experience and that experience is actually within our mind um, but our mind is actually constructing that experience based off the data and the um, the indicators that it's getting from our five physical um, senses so that's why they, they talk about like the perception um, your perception is almost like your reality because what your reality is you're actually experiencing um, it's what your it's what your mind is actually constructing out of the information that it is being given to you by your external stimulus. So as your mind begins to construct that stuff, um, that is actually what you experience. And um, the way to, I guess, explain that a little bit differently is that if you use your imagination, you can create um, any type of sensory. Um, you can create any type of sensory feedback through your imagination because your imagination has the ability to expand outside of what you're actually experiencing right now. I mean, you know, uh, a good example of that is, you know, if you imagine yourself sitting on a beach uh, mentally and you're really, really good at that, at imagining that, um, and you notice the, um, imagine yourself sitting on the beach, um, it's like a nice, beautiful, sunny, sunny day, you feel the heat, on your skin, you hear the sound of the birds and the, um, the sound of the waves crashing on the, on the water. And when you're in that moment, your mind is constructing that experience and you are actually feeling those feelings and feeling the emotion of what it's like to be there, um, even though you're not physically there yet. Um, so if you're sitting at home and you're doing that, um, then your mind is, is basically living that out, which is why that perception uh, becomes your reality because what you perceive to be real is what you actually experience. And um, how, that, how that becomes, 
how we interact with the world is that um, when we when we live a life where the experiences that we're getting um, or uh, when we when we come when we have certain experiences in the past and they continue to reoccur in our mind and, and reoccur in our subconscious mind and they we don't let it go what happens is our those the mind is actually continuing to relive that experience mentally and even though that experience is not happening physically right now because your mind can't tell the difference between what's actually happening in reality and what you're actually experiencing mentally then that traumatic event from the past or whatever it is that you're holding on to whether it's like resentment or whatever it is that becomes a real life experience they experience day to day every day in and out every time you think about that and that becomes a challenge because when you think about that stuff and it's really there um then your body actually has a physical reaction to that thought and that type of thinking and you start living in a place where like okay say for example this event has happened 20 years ago but you're still thinking about it now 20 years later well you're still reliving that experience like even today even though that experience has already passed you're still living that again and again and again and your body is still reacting to that you know and your thoughts have such a such a major impact on on how it affects the body physically um there is a really good experiment where like they um i think it's by dr masura emoto where they they got like cups of water like like this or like bottles of water and they 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 put labels on it and one of the labels was like love and one of the labels was like gratitude another one was like i hate you and they literally they just like left it there for about a week and people would come by and look at the look at the bottles set up and they would read the labels and the the intent of the person when they actually read the label when they took that took that water and they took it out and they put it under a dark field microscope they spliced it out and they looked at the actual crystallization of the of the water molecule it was very very different from something that said you know like love something that was like gratitude and something that was i hate you and if you really look at that stuff i mean it goes to show that your thoughts really have a a impact on the body. I mean, if our body is like at least 68, 70% water and, you know, thoughts could do that to a particular, just a bottle of water. I mean, think about what, what happens to your own body when you do that. And we don't even regulate all of that stuff, which is, um, which is a challenge, um, especially the subconscious stuff because the subconscious stuff is just there. Like, um, the issue with positive thinking I guess um, and just trying to think positive is that um, I talked about this in another video actually so like one of the one of the main issues is that most people when they try to think positive is that they're in this negative space for so long and they try to go from here to like way up here um, in a in one jump which is very hard to do it's, it's like going from like complete depression to like hey my life is like awesome and amazing like it's that that jump is usually too big for them to make so then when they try to do that they actually have the counter effect which they think they're lying to themselves um, because they think they're just doing fake positivity which actually is the case because they don't actually believe in that um, and then it makes them feel even worse on the inside so that's the first the first issue with that but the second issue with the um with trying to think positive um just from a standstill is that we have a lot of this baggage stuff that we really hold on to and um, a lot of the stuff is is actually locked into the body 
um, physically, especially like the things that um, there's really two major major ways that that negative negativity gets stuck there. Um, the first one is an intense, a very intense negative emotional experience. So something like, for example, if you get into a car accident, it's a very intense negative emotional experience. Something like that can really like lock that experience in the body. And another one would be prolonged exposure to a constant and never-ending stress. So like, for example, if we work in a really high stress environment for like 35 years, I mean, that, that eventually is going to build up at some point. It's going to have a dramatic impact on the body. And those two characteristics, um, those two things are actually, they're, they're, they, they're in us, right? So a lot of us have been through either one of those two experiences to some degree and in all different formats whether it's in a relationship whether it's financially whether it's a health thing um and to know that okay well this stuff is here um so just thinking positive is good it's good start but at some point you have to be able to release that part and um there's a couple of processes that can do that and forgiveness is really one of the big ones um because <sighs> What happens is that a lot of that stuff gets held there because we we consciously or subconsciously choose to hold on to it um and that may not be that may not be something that is uh, easy to accept when it is very it's a very challenging experience um and it's very yeah it's like it's very easy to get into like you know this other thing created that and this other person did that to me so like you know um, it's really, really easy to get into that, but um, I would suggest that um, that although that may be true, it doesn't help you to hold that type of perspective to get you from where you are now to where you want to go. I mean, I feel that like a lot of people, what their ultimate goal is, is to really find some sort of inner peace, like joy. Um, just have like a really fun, fulfilling life. Like they, they, they're looking for the feeling. And when you get trapped in resentment of old things that have happened, um, when we get trapped into, you know, this person did this to me like 20 years ago, or like this was a, you know, this thing, you know, all, all those things that, that are, that are true, like those things happen, but, um, holding on to that, it, it actually imprisons your ability to feel good and imprisons your ability to to actually be able to experience joy in your life because every time you think about that and the more upsetting that it is to you then that thing has more power over you and also is taking away from your attention that you could be putting on experiencing happy thoughts or positivity or experiencing joy bliss and gratitude and all those all those good things so um a really 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 foundational thing is to is to find forgiveness and is to is to accept that and and forgiveness really is it's really not about the other person um you know a lot of people think that like this is a really common thought like a lot of people think that if you forgive someone or you forgive something or some situation then that person had won they they kind of they kind of one-upped you or like they they got the better end or they kind of got off easy or something like that and forgiveness really isn't actually for that person or that situation it's actually for you right because you holding on to resentment is not going to change that person's situation right 
nor is it going to change itself. It's, it's really holding onto resentment and unhappiness is really only affecting your life. That person may never know that you have any type of resentment to them, or that situation may never know that you have any type of resentment to them, and you could be holding onto it so tightly that it has a physical effect on your body. Because remember, like what you put out is what you get back. And even though you may be justified in thinking that way, which is true, because maybe that person did something bad to you, it still doesn't change the fact that you're putting out that negativity 24 seven, 365, and that is gonna re-manifest in your life in some form or, not, or another. Like, so the forgiveness part is really for you. And the funny thing is that um, it actually is really counterintuitive because once you let it go, once you allow yourself to forgive yourself or forgive that situation, you actually allow the karma of that event to go, to actually be received by that person. Because obviously, you know, if someone does something bad to you or they do something like really, uh, really wrong or whatever, then that person has, that person has put out that type of thought process or that type of thinking. And that is going to manifest in their life somehow. But if you hold yourself in, in resentment and if you hold yourself in unforgiveness, then you're actually stopping that person from receiving the manifestation of that thinking because you are actually standing in the way of that. Um, hey guys, so that's it for today. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to it. And if you got a lot of value out of it, please share. Share it with your friends and share it with your family. Share it with someone that you really care about that you think can also get value out of it as well. Love to hear your comments, feedbacks, and observations, or if any changes happen. So uh, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn. And I hope you have a wonderful, amazing, and blessed day. All right, bye for now.